Good morning, coaches. This is your wake-up call. Today's Monday, May 28th, and I've got four announcements for you today. Here we go. La, la, la. You know I'm getting faster at this, Jeff Hill. All righty. Number one, to be mindset. The discount ends June 3rd, so there's still time to take advantage of the $20 off promo price that ends June 3rd. Um, you can purchase a challenge pack or a kit by this date, and that'll grant you access to the exclusive coach test group with Ilana Mulstein. So you want more information on that? That's FAQ 9749. Number two, the Beachbody Challenge Grand Prize op voting opens tomorrow, May 29th. We have received 60,000 stories, and it's now down to eight. So this is really exciting. We need you to go out there and vote. That's tomorrow, and it ends uh, June 4th. Help us decide who's going to get the $100,000. Go to BeachbodyChallenge.com. More information, FAQ 1706. Third announcement for today is Lift for Early Access, uh, July 16th. So... This is the only way that you get access to Lift 4 before the launch October 1st. So offers start going on sale June 11th. We've got, uh, you can get your customers $10 off Lift 4 challenge packs or product bundles. And you know that purchasing a pack or a bundle will get you an exclusive coach test group with none other than Joel Freeman. FAQ 7500 is where you need to go if you have any more questions. Mestamas also has the same plan, that early access schedule. That FAQ is 5222. Please tell Spanish-speaking coaches that we have something coming up for them. Don't miss out on that. So those are the four announcements. And let me bring to you now our president of Global Sales, Jeff Hill. Well, Sandy, that was really good. So here's what I love about Sandy in these calls and the pre-calls is lots of things I love about Sandy, right? But the funny thing is she'll say, okay, Jeff, mute yourself so I can't hear you. And then she has this ongoing dialogue with me and expects me to talk to her. And it's like, you don't have to. <laughs> welcome to my life. I want to be heard, not talked to, right? So, but coaches, enough of that. Happy Memorial Day. It is good to be with you. We've got an absolutely fantastic call. I'm not wearing white. I guess Sandy says I was supposed to because it's the first day of summer. But, you know, I'm sitting actually out in Santa Monica in Dr. Luigi Gratton's office. So I feel really smart today. So I'm going to ask maybe better questions than normal. But um, coaches, so many phenomenal things happening in the business right now. With 2B Mindset, we're wrapping up, not wrapping up, but the 80-day obsession with the Lift 4, with the Mess de Moss, with, uh, again, the mind-blowing aspect that Summit is literally, literally right around the corner. And if you, it is not too late for you to be there. I just had a call this morning with uh, Sean Aker, who is one of our keynote speakers. He is going to be remarkable. And if there's any way, that you can move mountains, if you can swim the seas, if you can, whatever you have to do to be at Summit, um, the ROI will be there. Return on investment will be there. I, I can promise you that. It's just that good. It is the turning point for so many of our coaches. And, and don't believe me, I'm supposed to say this stuff, right? Well, I say it because I mean it, but go to your upline excuse me, to your upline, I'm getting choked up on this. Go to your upline coach and ask them what their experience has been like. They'll tell you what it's meant. They'll tell you what it's meant to other people and why it's worth it. 
Okay. Well, listen, let's get this call on the road. Uh, this is a, still a call about action, learning, and execution after, but we want to highlight some great people who have done exactly that over this last week. And really, it's a culmination of many, many weeks of business, uh, of, of doing things right. So with that, Darren, I'm going to toss it over to you. Hey, good morning, Jeff. And good morning, coaches. I'm still kind of laughing about the fried food comment, but it's true, so can't deny it. You guys, it is so great to see all of the advancements happening. I and mean, we had a huge week last week. The week before was awesome. This week is equally as awesome. We got great advancements, so let's jump right in. Here they are, starting with our new Diamond Coaches. And congratulations to Tricia Algren from Canada, Caitlin Allaby, uh, <clears throat> Ashley Allard, Ashley Allen in a secondary CBC, Veronica Alice, Stephanie Anderson, Kari Bartra, Charles Bowen, Devin Brooks, Adrian Carreras from Canada in a secondary CBC, Chris or Kirsten Crow in a secondary CBC, Cece Davis, Scott Davis, uh, Arlie DeLeon, Sarah Dunn, Elise Durfee, Tara Ernst, um, Ellen Finn, Joanne Fuller, Jody Gall, Kartik Gandhi, Vicky Gary, Chad Glover, Kristen Grado. In a secondary CBC, Lindsey Gray, Kristen Hell from Canada, Michelle Hamilton, Abby Hoffheins, Morgan Jacob, Myla Johnston, Brianna Jones, Megan Jones, Catherine Caskill, Martha Katz, Holly Kelly, Becca Court, uh, Derek Kvidstad, Lacey Lambert, Stephanie Lipinski, Beth LaRue Greer, Denise Lanyas, uh, Dina Ledbetter, Ronnie Lewis, in a secondary CBC, Ashley Lachlan, uh, Nayeli Lou Vargas, Erica McBride, Cassidy Miller, Jaden Moore, in a secondary CBC, Zaina Munji, Sarah, uh, Sarah Newman, Taylor Oliver, Kim Pardini from Canada, Stacey Paul, Carol Perlman, Don Peterson, Pamela uh, Raganis, Cindy Reeves, Kelsey Shackley, Jamie Shepard, Catherine Smith, in a secondary CBC, Lori Stewart and Laura Swaybeck, Jennifer Towner, Brian Tuck, Melissa Tyson from Canada, Sarah Vassos, Robin Wisner, and Brittany Wood. Congratulations, guys. Now on to the new Star Diamonds for the week. We have a bunch. Here they are. Congratulations, Dixie Andrade, Rachel Antill, Michelle Bucker, in a secondary CBC, Andrea Crowder, Crystal Courier, in a secondary CBC, Jennifer Guthrie, Jen Houston, Kinsley Isman, Megan Kelly in a secondary CBC, Monica Lopez and Emily Luciano, Adam McIntyre in a secondary CBC, Brian Nelson, Rebecca Rivas, Amy Rosenbrock, Yolanda Russell, Leah Spolstra, Kelly Walker, and Robin White. Now jumping to two-star diamonds, we have, oh, about five or six of them. Congratulations to Jenny Glass, Jamie Nelson from Canada, Kaylee Perkins, Katie Roser, Heather Shipley, and Deidre Weaver. Three-star diamonds, here we go. Megan Geis, Kinsey James, Megan Lyon, Kate Morgan, Jessica Price, and Yadira Yakovon. I hope I said that right, Yadira. New five-star diamond this week. Congratulations goes to Rachel Baldwin. New nine-star diamond, Emily Favre. And coaches, we have a new 11-star diamond this week. That would be none other than Ashley Molstead. And jumping up to new 14-star diamond coach, Congratulations to Ali Tessitore. There's great things on the horizon for her, I know. There's a bunch coming. So, 
All right, that's it for ranks. Now on to the top success club point earners for the week. We have five of them. Here they are, Ashley Molstad, Cindy Tremblay, Amy Silverman, Mickey Bulker, and Emily Faber. All right, that's it for recognition this week. Guys, it's been awesome. Make it a fantastic week. And I can't wait to see you all at Summit so we can recognize the crap out of you. Have a great one. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's like, is that a new term of it's art? Term, we're we're going to recognize the crap out of you. I mean, you know, I think that that's a little, it's an elegant way of saying it. But uh, in all seriousness, coaches, one of the great parts of Summit is that we do get to recognize you and you get to walk across stage and, uh, we have a blast with that, and that's so meaningful for so many coaches and their, and their team. This is all about team. Well, listen, we have a great call today for you, and uh, I love the approach that she is taking on this business, and she is approaching it as a business, so I'm thrilled to welcome to the call uh, from Florida, from Miami, Florida. She is a two-time elite, success club, all-star legend. Uh, she's been a, she is a 10-star diamond coach, and uh, she's leaving a big mark on this business. Well, let's welcome to the call 10-star diamond coach, Monica Lopez. Monica, are you there? I'm here, Jeff. I'm here. <laughs> Fantastic. <clears throat> you know, it just dawned on me, you know, the, the things we do. It's kind of cool because I'm thinking, okay, I'm here connecting in. Sandy's over here. Darren's in Utah. You're in Florida. And uh, we had to pull this big family, if you will, this group of people that work together, together for these moments. And it's really kind of magical. Yeah. So anyway, welcome to the call and congratulations on all you've done. And we're excited to hear from you. Thank you. It's an honor. An honor to be here. Well, good. Hey, so listen, this is an exciting time to be part of the business. I mean, when you think about um, the, the, the programs that we've just launched, 2B Mindset, Mesta Moss coming, Lift 4, have you, have you, you playing with any of those? Put you on the spot. Gosh, 80, just getting off the, the heels of 80 Obsession, which was explosive, now to have 2B Mindset, which I'm currently doing. I've studied all the videos, absolutely loving it. And then I even got to try, Jeff, I even got to try one workout of Mesta Moss, and I'm telling you guys, it's going to be amazing. So it's really exciting times as a coach and someone that's been around for six years, I'm more excited than ever. Yeah, Edalis is going to be remarkable, isn't she? She is. She is. And she's local to me, which is really exciting as well. <laughs> that's, that's fun. Well, listen, let's, let's jump into this call. So for those that don't know you, you just introduced the fact that you've been a coach for almost, well, I think in, it'll be six years or six and a half years on July 5th, I think is the date. Yes, that'll be my seventh year mark. Wow. That's, that starts to sound like, boy, she's experienced in this business. She must have something to tell. So we're going to draw on that today. But, so tell a little bit about how you got drawn into coaching. So, um, you know, I think about this all the time. I get asked this question all the time, how I became a coach and what drove me to start this business. And, and I think about who I am and the, the parts of me that have led up to it a couple of things I can tell you about myself is that I grew up really overweight and I was subsequently teased and bullied because of it. Um, I was very self-conscious as a child and it was around the age of 13, literally because I picked the elective of a gym class with all the boys versus a dance class with all the girls. Very so strategic. Very strategic. <laughs> Very strategic. I, I preferred the baggy shirt over the leotards. And it was in this gym class that I ran into a coach that really taught me all about fitness. He helped me. It was a weight training room. And he taught me so much. And it was the first time in my life 
from being very self-conscious and so not confident um, that I found confidence. I found power in fitness and my love for fitness, it was born at that age. And I can tell you that fast forward to now becoming a mom, I became a mom very young at 21 with my first child. It was the first time that I was challenged all over again when it came to fitness, because as many of the viewers are watching right now, once you step into motherhood, the game changes, right? And it became a new challenge. I had new priorities and had to figure out this way through motherhood and finding myself again, because I was back to being that self-conscious um, you know, mother, woman, and, and, and that was weighing on me. So fast forward to after baby number one, I did, I mean, I am so experienced in all the wrong ways to try to lose weight because I did them. And some of them are really embarrassing. Some of them were really scary, but it was after baby number two that I knew I wanted to change. I didn't want to do the same things. I didn't want to take the same steps. And you know, God has this wonderful way of putting people in our path. And it was right around that time after having baby number two that my coach, Christina Delgado, was placed in my path. And we have our babies just months apart. And I was watching her come back to work with like this extra pep in her step. You know, she didn't, she wasn't carrying those bags in her eyes like I was. And she was, she was positive. She was, you know, lit up. And I was coming in, you know, and I remember, I'll never forget that dramatic enter into her office. Like, help me, help me. What are you doing that I'm not doing because I'm drowning here? And that's where Insert Beachbody, my first program, my first commitment, it was Insanity Asylum, which is the very first program I committed to. Um, Shakeology, which I, I fought against my coach for so long to drink Shakeology and commit, but I did it. And the results were there. And that's when it just started to snowball, Jeff. I, you know, I got results. Those results organically turned into people noticing that, you know, organically turned into inquiries. And I had, you know, becoming a full-time coach was not even on the roadmap for me. I loved my job. I worked hard for it to earn the position I had in the law firm that I worked at. But I did understand that there was an opportunity to earn some extra cash. There was an opportunity to bring in, and at the very least, pay off my psychology. And I did that. Um, and I became a coach and I started that. And it's funny though, when I started to do that, it was about, I was in the best shape of my life, feeling amazing, on fire. Three months into my business, I find out I'm pregnant with baby number three. And so this was, you know, it, it, it was a surprise. But at the same time, I also saw it as my opportunity to take this business now to another level and say, well, look, I can prove that women can do this pregnant and still build a business. And then I had my third child, Mia. And I had this whole plan that I was going to, you know, launch this postpartum project. And I was going to show everyone that you could do both. And what ended up happening was six weeks after my child was born, uh, we found out that she had a tumor. This tumor is called a hemangioma. It's very prevalent in infants. And in my daughter's case, it was growing right behind her eye, which was really extremely dangerous, extremely dangerous, intertwining her eye muscles and her nerves. Um, and having to operate on a child that, that small with where the tumor was was just nearly impossible without leaving her blind. And this, it, it, it's so crazy and ironic because it was for the first time in all three of my pregnancies that I was able to afford to take a maternity leave thanks to Beachbody, but at the same time, um, it was consumed with doctor visits and hospital visits and MRIs and ultrasounds trying to mean, to get this tumor to stop its growth, to, to you know, stop it from growing and stop it from affecting my daughter's vision and consequently possibly losing her vision. And so this was a time in my, my life that I thank Beachbody that was there, the opportunity was there for me to spend the time with my daughter. But at the same time, um, that, those three months came and went and 
I had to go back to the office. I had to go back to my job. And it was in this period of time, it took six months to cure my daughter. In those six months, those once a week hospital visits, I had to have so many people in my life, Jeff, fill my shoes that it was, it was a feeling that I'll never forget that never leaves me because it, that became my driving force. I never wanted to again have to speak to my child's doctor through a speakerphone because I couldn't be there. And that's where a real turning point in my business came. That's when I looked at Beachbody and this opportunity in a whole other light because I understood, you know what? I don't want to feel like this again. And this is my opportunity to take something that I know works. I know it works. I was watching Christina do this business. I was watching, you know, myself already succeed to a certain degree and I, and I believed in it. And that was a turning point uh, where I turned around and decided to build this business full time. I mean, seriously, we can wrap the call right there because I think there's, no, seriously, because there's such a powerful message in what you just shared about, you know, you won how you're introduced, but, but the reality, and this is a reality for most people is that they've got stuff. There are things in their lives. They're working. They're trying to fit family and, and, and other pieces and trying to do the side hustle. And then more stuff happens in your life that uh, you, you never anticipated, you know, would, would coming, but, but then there's another door that opens up for you. And the hardship of all hardships is you had to work with Christina Delgado. I mean, that's just I mean, PTSD and also, uh, Sandy, can you edit that part of this, please? No, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Christina will give it right back to me, so I'm prepared, I'm prepared for that. Okay, let's, let's keep moving forward then, because you've got some great, great content. There was a turning point as you took that six months and then started to get more traction, and then let's move quickly into... Um, the really the essence of the call of the vital behaviors and the belief and how you approach this business. I think that's very unique. Okay, so I think around this time period that I'm speaking about with Mia and when 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 I was when I made that decision when the wheels were set in motion for me to start to build this business um, to one that I could come home to, uh, I the the determination ter was there the, the the fire was there. I was willing to do whatever it took. And while there's been many breakthroughs in the last six years that have brought me to where I am today in my business, this one, this piece, this one breakthrough in the very beginning, this one mindset shift, I think is what is where a lot of people come in, Jeff, and they quit and they don't make it past this point. And so that's why I want to share this today, because to me, it was the biggest breaking point And it was the biggest thing that, um, that helped me get to where I am right now. And that's when, again, I said, I'm going to work this business super hard. I'm going to figure out how, how to, you know, do this. And I started to look at Christina, who had already a couple of years under her belt, who was highly successful. So, you know, thus far, I said, okay, I'm going to mimic, I'm going to, you know, she's modeling for me what it takes. I'm going to start mimicking that. I'm going to start doing that. And I'm, gonna, and, and I'm just going to not stop, right? Just see her and re um, replicate, duplicate everything that she's doing. And I could say it was like a three month period where I felt like I was grinding, grinding, working, working, doing all the things that, you know, checking all the, the, the check boxes and saying, I'm doing it. Like I'm working this business, but I wasn't really feeling like that ROI, that return of investment. I wasn't really feeling like I was doing, uh, you know, making a difference in the business. I wasn't feeling that growth, at least not where I wanted to feel for the passion that I have for what I wanted to do. And so that's where, a lot of doubt started to come in because there, there was never a break in belief that this business worked because I was watching someone that I admired do it. But it, then the doubt came in on, can, am, am I worthy of this? Can I do this? Am I smart enough? Am I capable enough? Um, is this business for me? Will I ever be as fit as her, you know, smart as her? And so th that's when 
those really, I mean, those, those, that, those, that thinking, that mindset can be detrimental to you building your business. And it brought me into like this downward spiral, spiral, and I got into a really dark place soon after because I want this so bad, but that determination slowly started turning into desperation. And that was a problem. And it, it took a really honest conversation with myself that I had to stand back and say, okay, Monica, let's be real. What's really happening here? Is it that you're not smart enough? Is it that you're, you're not good enough? Or is it that perhaps Christina has put in more time into this business? She, the, the, the level and the quality of actions that she's taking, you know, perhaps you haven't quite done that yet. And I, and I thought about this, okay, how many people have I really helped? How many transformations do I have under my belt? You know, have I really made a real investment in myself and my personal growth? You know, have I gone out there and really marketed and branded myself so that people trust me? I built that trust factor because she had, and I knew that, and I saw that. And it's just this idea of, it sounded to me like a resume, like, do I have enough that I could list that I've done to really earn what, you know, that, yeah, I'm checking off the check, the, the boxes, but does that earn me a successful running business? You know, and that's what I'm just say, not quite, not quite. I had a bare minimum, you know, bone resume and she had a beefed up one. And that's when this whole idea came to me and I realized like this is the part, Jeff, that so many people skip. They want to skip, but that's where the grit and the stamina and you know, the character to do, to run a successful business is born. And so I think that's one of my biggest breakthroughs was making that, that determination. Yeah. And again, <clears throat> that's like a hard stop right there for people because I, I'm absolutely confident there's so many people in our audience that are resonating with that. But again, that's one of those confront the brutal facts piece of your business that sometimes people don't like to do. And I, and I love that term because if you do that, if you recognize that's where you are, then that's the formation of a strategy to move forward. And, and so coaches, if you're at that point, listen up now because she's going to, Monica is going to share with you. Here's how you might want to approach this. So let's keep this moving. All right. So Jeff, with running the, with this resume idea, I thought to myself, okay, how can I use this to now teach my team not to make this mistake, not to fall into this trap? And I devised this idea of, of now using the real world, right? The real life situation scenarios that we see, like where, where people, you know, go to college, earn a degree and then get out and earn, you know, land a job. And from there, they get promoted within their, their company and the, and the job in the field that they have chosen. I said, this is a perfect way for me to help people understand that you got to get through that, that gap of learning and that gap of, of developing the skill sets enough to earn that job and earn that promotion, all the things that we want um, out of that business. So I'm going to go on to exactly what I have shared with my team. And the first thing is I use that, that analogy. I said, we're going to college and we earn degrees. And in the real life world setting, what does that look like? Well, it looks like before we can even apply to a school, we're defining what our interest is, right? We're defining on what, we want, what major we want to focus on. And in defining that, we're also prepared to pay a tuition when we go to school, right? We understand that we got to pay for our education. Next thing is that we, we have a job to show up every single day to class because that is our way of learning and paid for that, we want to show up. And the next thing is that we have a responsibility to study and study and study and study. So how does this look like in the coaching world? I mean, this, this parallels so greatly. When you come in as a coach, you've probably already been challenged to figure out your why, figure out 
what's your point of interest here that you're building your business off of? And it's imperative that you figure this out because that's that a deep emotional connection that's going to keep you going. It could be the Monica that came in and just wanted to feel good as a brand new mother, or it could be the Monica that was put into a hard place in her life and decided this could be her solution, her, her life solution to coming home and, and having a life of abundance. And so th that's a key part of your coaching experience, right? And building your business. The next is the investment into your business. Now, while it may not be actual money, right? We pay like a monthly fee, which is peanuts, but we are investing a lot of time into our business. And that's what you're going to have to be prepared to put into in the very beginning. College is four years, you know, it's not going to take that long to build this business to get your, your, you know, on the ground running, but it's using that concept and having that patience of understanding there is a process. Okay an investment in that process. The next thing is that you, um, you're committed to showing up every single day. When you stop showing up, it holds all the momentum, whether it's in your fitness journey, whether it's on your social media platforms, whether it's on your team page that you're on, you know, showing up every single day, being on just like this are we on right now, all the calls, participating, those are the things that are going to help groom you and, and really get you ready for the building of your business. And the last is like that responsibility of your vital behaviors, right? We're responsible for studying, but at the same time, we're responsible for those vital behaviors in the coaching world. We're responsible for, if you're doing, you know, you're pushing play and doing a fitness program, that you're pushing play and getting that done. We're responsible for your fit, your nutrition, you know, following, drinking your shake every day and following your meal plan, your PD. And, and this, that, those are the vital behaviors, right? We're missing two more, which is the invite and recognition portion. And to me, they kind of, in the beginning of your business, work hand in hand. Because you may say to yourself, well, I feel really uncomfortable inviting right now, but at the same time, I have no one to recognize. How do I deal with these two pieces? And to me, they work hand in hand. The person you should be recognizing is yourself. Pay attention to the details of your journey and use that to now turn around and share and connect with audiences to invite them organically. Say, look, this is me. This is what I'm going through. This is my journey. This can be you too. And so I think that that's a really great way for coaches to understand like you're going through this process that may seem like a lot of work at first and you're not going to really see the return, but understanding that, that this is the seeds that you're planting to, to build a successful business. And like a side note, when you're in school, you know, you could get by with just passing grades or you can be a stellar student. You can strive for excellence. And this all determines that factor of how hard you're going to work on these things. So that's go to college and earn your degree. The next thing we're going to talk about is, all right, you earned your degree and you landed your first job. Real world, how does this look? This looks like you, you know, think of the first time you got out of school and you landed your first job. You had the skill set. You got them to hire you. But now you got to prove yourself to keep your job, right? you got to intentionally use what you learned to rise to the occasion. And that's if you want to keep your job and that's if you want to grow within the company. And that's if you want to continue to earn, not just earn a paycheck, but figure out how to make that paycheck grow. Same concept in the coaching world. To me, you have to consistently stay focused on your personal business and make that a priority. That means showing up every day to your health and fitness journey, showing up to your personal growth. Setting goals is really essential in this part because just like, you know, when I became a paralegal, got my first job, when I sat down in my cubicle, I knew there were metrics, there were goals that I had to achieve to keep my job and I, they were defined for me. Are your goals defined for you at this point? You've got the job, but do you know where you're going? And these could look like, you know, the program that you're committing to, you know exactly what your plan is. You know the amount of people you want to help, right? And that sounds like your success club goal. 
You know the amount of coaches that you want to bring onto your team. You have set the goal, and that's going to help you start to rank in advance. Um, you personal development. You know that you you have to kind of analyze yourself and say, what do I need help with? Is it confidence? Is it leadership? Is it people skills? I mean, these are all the things that questions I asked myself, and I got up there and got ready to work on uh, on the job and business trainings. Now you know you got to up your game when it comes to social media. Up your game when it comes to your brand building public speaking. I mean, these are all the things I did. Hope it's paying off right now. But these are the things that you have to use within your business. And it's while you're on the job that you can, while doing the job, continue to grow and elevate your game. How does this look like for your challengers in your team, in your challenge groups? Are you, you know, making it exciting, keeping it fun, keeping it innovative? A couple of ways that I do that is I really figure out how am I going to make these, these people have trusted me into lifers into people that won't give up on themselves. And ways that I do that is I make sure I'm always adding valuable content, whether it's tips, recipes, you know, my life coach videos, I talk a lot into my groups, articles that will help them with anything that they're struggling with. Um, I do interactive stuff like open-ended questions where I'll put like a graphic out that says, you know, this week I'm really proud of the fact that I blank, and then you have all these, you know, challenges plugging in their word, which makes it, you know, fun and interactive. Um, also out there, I kind of call them like marketing blitz within my, my challenge groups, where we'll say, let's say it's Easter, right? And every time on Easter day, someone says the Easter bunny, you're there doing 10, you know, sit-ups or 10 lunges because that's what we agreed to do and you're posting it within your challenge group. So just fun ways to keep it interesting and then feeling like they have a place to show up to that's going to create that lifestyle, long enough for them to create that lifestyle. How does this look like for team development, right? At this time, as you're starting to build challenges, you're also starting to build coaches within your team. That means you're either creating a team page or adding into the team page of your upline and you're funneling information and you're funneling ideas into there, participating. You're also communicating and modeling for your new coaches what it takes, just like you know Christina did for me. You're hosting calls. You're funneling coaches into your uplines calls. You're also collaborating on challenge groups, free challenge groups, and scheduling one-on-one so that you can talk and really get to know who they are and what their goals are and what drives them. I'm really big into live team bonding things, you know, um, having people come over and do group workouts or potluck lunches where we also sit down and have a meal, but we're also talking business. And so these are different ways that you can begin to on the job, develop your team and really keep your challenge groups running and creating lifers. Because at the end of the day, you're on the job and you want to prove yourself. You want to build relationships. You want, you want to succeed, but most of all, you want to stand out. And the reasons why you, you would want to do this because you want to, your end game is a promotion. Your end game is to get a seat at the table, to have this voice of authority and, and grow within your company. So that's going to lead me to my point three, where you're earning your seat at the round table. At this point, you've put in the work. You have tenure within your company. You've gained on the job experience, which is very different than the skills that learned in, in college, right? You've built relationships and you've built a reputation. You've built trust also. So in the real world, what could this look like for you? This could look like a raise. It could look like a promotion. It could be a team, a team handed to you to now lead. It could look like bonuses, perks. I mean, you can go on and on and all the great things when you work hard. In the coaching world, same thing. You'll see your income start to rise. You'll see that rank advancements come, come to life. You'll see, you know, you reach quarterly bonus. That's really exciting in your business. Perks like new leaders conference, leadership, success club trips. 
And then you're leading, you're leading, you're, you have a voice of authority, you're setting the tone and painting the vision for your team and creating the culture that you're going to have not just, you know, your newer coaches coming in and, and people that you're mentoring, but also now the development of leaders and you become a leader of leaders. And this is really the, the, the top of the hill here, because this is where you have established a business that's operating at its optimum level and really, and really making a difference. And to me, this is the part where you'll never get to see this part if you quit in that very beginning, in that period where everyone, everyone has to go through that. Because it's in all of this, Jeff, where I believe the grit, the character, the tenacity needed to really survive is, is, is made, is built, and is born. So that is the analogy that I use within my team to really help get them to see what is possible if they stick around long enough. <laughs> I it's absolutely remarkable, really. And I think that the analogy, the metaphor of, that you've used is, is so powerful. I mean, you could just, again, go down all of those pieces. And I hope the coaches go back and listen to this and pull it apart. But, you know, if, if really, if you were to look at yourself today, and, and I do this with my guys sometimes, my teams, I say, okay, if you had to rewrite your resume today, how would it look differently today because of what you've accomplished, because of the new skill sets, because of the experiences you've had, because of how you've contributed? How does that look differently today? You know, are we continually learning and, and growing? And, and if coaches were to look at this as a, I, we never want to look at this as a quote unquote job. However, it's a great gut check. If you were to say, if this were your job, would I want you on my team, would I want you to be my employee because of the value that you're growing? Are you a person that I'd want to be promoting up because of the influence you have and because of how you're expanding, not just your small circle, but because you're expanding your circle and growing and you're a thought leader and, and always contributing? Um, you know, I think the great question is what I want you on, what I want me on my team, you know, as a result of this. But then your punchline, which I absolutely love, you've got to keep investing in this but then you've got to keep investing in it long enough for success to show up because to think otherwise violates any principle of business. Uh, it, you have to give time for the learning and for the experiences to catch up in order to produce results. And that's the same as this business. And that's what you're articulating so, so well and so passionately. It's, it's, uh, it, it's really good stuff. So coaches, um, Man, I wish I could write, wrap a real nice bow on this, but maybe the best way you could wrap a bow on this is to go back and listen to this again. And then as you go through it, just to kind of go, check, I'm doing this, or here's opportunity for me. Have I made a decision to learn, to grow? What does my resume look like? Am I, do I have a seat at the table? And if I don't, why don't I? You know, and then do I want one? And what am I willing to do in order to get that? So before we wrap this and kind of go to that question that we always ask of how you know has life changed from six seven years ago any other thing you want to say about the content you just so eloquently shared you know i just used the the thought of no one no one goes from a college desk to a seat at the table so do your time grow experience lean in and embrace it because that really is i'm learning the beautiful part of the journey it really is Teacher, good. You are so good. Um, okay, so let's ask that last question, and I'll get the camera off me. But last seven years, how have things changed for, for Monica? You know, I always, with my team, I share that I felt like life was on hamster wheel, right? I was just going around and around doing what I needed to do, um, exhausted, tired. 
And I was, um, today I feel like I'm a mom and a wife and a woman who has vision, who has purpose, who um, knows where she's going and is pretty confident on how to get there and isn't afraid of a little hard work, which is really, which is really awesome. Um, the other thing I can say that, you know, I just came back from a leadership conference and I, I was successful after successful person hit the stage. And there's one thing that I've taken note of in my last six years. And that's a lot of people get to the end of their rope and they may find success, but not all the time fulfillment. And those are two different things. And I just look at my Beachbody business and what I'm doing and things that are occurring within the last six, seven years, the bonds, the memories, the trips, my team, you know, the lives that I've touched. And that's fulfillment. That's fulfillment, and this business gives me that. And I'm just, I'm blessed, um, grateful, and I'm just on a mission to pay that forward. Oh, that's absolutely, you know, fantastic. I think one of the interesting dynamics of our business, maybe of life, is that, you know, so, so often what we focus on, coaches focus on, is what someone has become versus how they became that person and, and to realize what the investment in this is. And as you've talked about this, you know, what's become clear is, man, you've had the right mindset, you've put the investment in, you've approached it the right way. And I'm certainly that it has been filled, absolutely filled with ups and downs and headwinds and breaks and, you know, all that other stuff to become who you've become. Um, but when you helicopter up and step back and say, man, you know, here's some fulfillment, here's some great things. Who would have thunk um, what this has created for me? It's pretty amazing. So Monica, thank you so much for being on the call today, for sharing your passion and your articulation. And the fact that you survived Christina Delgado and you still get to work with her is absolutely amazing. I know I'm gonna get a heated phone call from that, uh, her from Danny, but thank you so much. Thank you, Jeff, my pleasure. Okay. All right, coaches, absolutely great call. Uh, thank you to Monica on this. You know, I'll just end with this. It's, we're, the month's not over. Um, we, this is a call about action. It's a call about what you're doing. And, and we have to be mindset that still, you can have an opportunity to have your new people participate and get more exposure to um, an experience with, with Alana uh, in that to be mindset coach test group. And that's worth it right there. But I go back often to some of the same stuff, and I apologize if you've heard this before, but I think of a National Geographic photographer, DeWitt Jones, who shared one time at Summit, and, and there's some catch lines that I absolutely love, and he says, always be putting yourself in the place of highest potential. Put yourself in that place, and then you go to work, and I think about that right now. If, if you want to realize your potential to get more out of yourself, you, you do have to go to work. You do have to put yourself in those places. You do have to have that mindset that Monica talked about. Right now in the business with everything that's happening, I, there is a place of highest potential. And it's here and it is working and it is getting better. It is developing your dreams, developing your why. It does take work. Success is sequential. It takes a step at a time. But as Carl has said so many times, your confidence comes with consistency. And it will come over time. And that was the essence of Monica's message. So guys, today's the day uh, to step it up, to keep going. Have fun with this business. I think you saw the joy in her eyes. She talked about fulfillment. Man, I think everybody wants to get a little bit of that 
in them, uh, but it comes from doing the things she talked about. So with that, we hope you have a great holiday today, and then let's end the week, the month strong, and uh, see you at Summit. I'll be talking to you before then. Sandy? I think so. Thanks, everybody, for joining. And next week, I wanted to let you know that Carl and Ilana will be on Monday's call. You don't want to miss it. So great job, Monica, on today's call. Here's the daily affirmation for today. Everybody have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Bye-bye.